Listener-supported KFUO, we are the messenger of good news. I'm Gary Duncan. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in Scripture on this Friday afternoon with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Hi, Matt. Hi, Gary. Great to be with you and spend some time in God's Word together. It's so good to be with you as well. And we read over the week, we read Hebrews 13 through James 5. What would you like to highlight in our reading? Yeah, thanks, Gary. Last week we spent quite a bit of time talking about the book of Hebrews, and we talked about particularly Hebrews chapter 11, those heroes of faith, those people of old that were commended for their faith from the Old Testament scriptures in particular. Uh, so today I thought we'd well focus mostly on James. So we read through the entire book of James, and James, sort of an interesting book uh, in the New Testament. Uh, it's a book that comes under some criticism even by different people, including even Martin Luther himself. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about why that might be. Okay, that, um, th- let me interrupt you here then, okay, because maybe this is right on point. Uh, James 2 talks about faith without works is dead. So let me play the devil's advocate here. And I probably know your answer, but what is this? Because I thought I didn't have to have works. I thought I just had to have faith. Come on now. Do I have to have my works? <laughs> What's it mean yeah, by yeah, faith without works is dead? Yeah, exactly. Okay, good, good question, Gary. <laughs> and I think that's a, that's kind of why Luther got a little frustrated with it, uh, because he called it even an epistle of straw. Um Meaning that well, the gospel itself really might not be presented as clearly <laughs> as it is in other places in Scripture, the gospel of Jesus Christ crucified and risen for us. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, you you got to look pretty hard to find anything that indicates that in the book of James. So, yeah, so get back to what you brought up, Gary, uh, that I think is closely related to that. It's like, well, okay, well, yeah, is faith important? Faith without works is dead. Is faith even important? So here's the verses you're referencing. So they're in James chapter 2, and and here's what James writes. We begin with verse 14. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, And one of you says to them, go in peace, be warm and filled without giving them the things needed for the body. What good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Yeah, because here, you know, you have this tension because one of the solas of the Reformation, sola fide, that Latin phrase means faith alone. And Luther certainly was a proponent of we are saved by God's grace through faith, faith alone, that faith in Jesus Christ, of course. So now it almost feels like, well, James is kind of adding to that, right? right. It's faith gotta, plus these these works, gotta right? Add this works. I mean, there's there's uh, there's non Christians, there's atheists. They do good work. Is that going to yeah. help them? <laughs> yeah, you bet. So, uh, good question, Gary, because I think a lot of people have that question. So, you know, the atheist, the agnostic, that even you know the the Buddhist, whatever, um, the non Christian. Yeah, they do things that help their neighbor. But yet, those good things aren't done in faith, right? So, yeah, faith without works is dead. So, the writer of James isn't saying that uh, it's faith plus something else for our salvation. They're not saying it's faith plus our good works equals our salvation. No, it's it's just faith in Jesus alone. But what James is acknowledging is that good works are the fruit of faith. Right. I think that's maybe the best way to think of it. Okay. Is, you know, so the, it's, Christ, it's the yeah. outflow. If you have faith, you naturally have the outflow of good works. 
Exactly. And, you know, sometimes our own sinful selves get in the way of right, that. Right, Yes. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think of even, you know, in Galatians, Paul writes about the fruit of the Spirit, right? And, and love and joy and peace and so on. Uh, this is the, the fruit of faith, uh, you know, and we could say, you know, it's kind of synonymous with the fruit of the Spirit. Uh, that faith, you know, that we have that is a gift from the Spirit uh, outflows from that the fruit of good works. And the good without the faith, with the good works only, Christ doesn't see that as good works because there's no faith there. Yeah, so, you know, our good works are like filthy rags, you know, but when they're done in faith, right, mm -hmm. then, yeah, then they're they're pleasing in, in God's sight. Um, you know, it's, and again, that doesn't say that you know, somebody who's not a Christian can't do good or donate money, right, or whatever, what the case might be, but yeah. Um, you know, those good works, truly good works, are done finally in faith. In faith. Yeah. So maybe it should read works without faith is dead. Work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> works yeah, without faith, yeah. they're dead because the there works go. aren't good. Yeah, the converse is kind of true. Yeah, in God's eyes, yeah, 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 yeah. I think we could, I think we could, I'll have to mull that over a little okay. bit. I think we could say that. Um, you know, and I, I think, you know, I think too of uh, Matthew 25, you know, when we have that picture of when Christ returns, we have the sheep and the goats, and Jesus commends those on his right, the sheep, and says, you know, um, he talks about when, when I was thirsty, you gave me drink, right? When I was naked, you clothed me. Uh, when I was sick or in prison, you visited me. And people said, well, when, Lord, did we do that? And when he says, well, when you did to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it for me. And I think those are, in some ways, the most beautiful good works are when they're done without even thinking about it. You know, it's, it's just done in faith. They're just done because, yeah, we're followers of Jesus. Uh, we are baptized children of God, and that's what we do. <laughs> we, 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 we clothe the naked. We feed the hungry. Uh, we give drink to the thirsty. Uh, we serve our neighbor, maybe without even knowing it, right? Right. Uh, and I think that's, that's a beautiful, beautiful thing when that happens. It's just that fruit of faith, that outflowing of love and good works for our neighbor. Yeah. So, yeah, good questions, Gary. You know, the rest of the book of James, sort of Proverbs-like or wisdom literature. We think of, like, the book of Proverbs and, and Ecclesiastes and some other places, and it just gives us good practical advice for living out our faith. It talks about our tongues and an admonition to control what we say, that uh, we should not have speech that's both cursing others and then blessing God. No, we should just use our tongue to bless right. and to, to share the gospel like we do here on KFUO. Um, and then other things, too. So uh, it's not some, like sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will never hurt you because uh, words do hurt. They hurt. They hurt very deep. Oh, most definitely. Um, yes. Um, words may not physically hurt, but boy, they, they hurt emotionally. They hurt mentally. They hurt in lots of different ways. There's a couple of pop and, songs where they there's one for sure that I remember Ed Sheeran. Uh, he's got a line in one of his songs where it's something like your your words uh, cut deep like a knife. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's it's an Eighth Commandment issue, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the Eighth Commandment, you know, don't bear false testimony. It really deals with our words and how we use them. And, and they can be used for great harm. <laughs> you know, James talks about how, you know, a spark setting a whole forest on fire. Uh, our words are, can be like that. Um, it can cause great destruction. But again, our words can cause great great joy in the lives of others, encouragement, and even salvation. Faith comes by hearing, after all. And so our words can proclaim that gospel of Jesus Christ and make an eternal difference in people's lives. Um, so, yeah, uh, chapter 3, especially of James, talks about that, the, the importance of taming the tongue, you might say.
Um, and then the other practical advice, too, about uh, when it comes to money and wealth and when it comes to patience. And he even uses Job as an example of patience, that figure in the Old Testament. So, uh, yeah, I would encourage our listeners, yeah, do read the book of James. Don't rip it out of your Bibles. <laughs> it is worthwhile. But if someone is curious about the faith, curious about where Christians believe, you know, maybe it's not the first book they read. Maybe guide them toward one of the Gospels to, to learn about Jesus and all that he's done for us. But for those who are in Christ, those who are, uh, you know, baptized Christians, yeah, read the book of James. Learn about how we now live out that faith in our day-to-day lives. Okay. Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this segment? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, Lord God, we thank you for uh, the wisdom that your word um, has for us. We ask that as your people, uh, dearly loved by you, redeemed by Christ Jesus, uh, we would heed the words of James, that we would uh, live out our lives in ways that are pleasing in your sight, uh, that works would certainly flow out and be that fruit of faith, and that our lives would indeed bear much fruit uh, for you, Lord, and in love and service to our neighbor. And we pray this in Christ's name. Amen. What's our reading for next week? So next week, yeah, we invite our listeners to read along with us, uh, First and Second Peter, uh, those two books written by uh, Jesus' disciple, Peter. Okay, sounds good. Look forward to it. Thanks for being on the program. Yeah, thanks, Gary. AMA 50, KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search out KFUO Radio. That includes this segment right here, Moment in Scripture segment. You can search that by name, too. Moment in Scripture, KFUO Radio.